spill rum everywhere. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Your setup. Rum is everywhere. What? I like your setup. My what new are those? Home. Thank you. What are those trophies in the background? Oh. Um You're this, a winner. This is this is a Dundee. Do you know what that is? From like the office? Yeah. I got it as a birthday <laughs> present with a little finger on top. Oh, I like it. This is from also this is from high school also. This is a director's award. Oh. Because wow. I was in theater. Uh, and this is the uh, psychology one from ISU. Ooh, that one's fancy. Victor. Victor. Okay. You remember when we tried to find pictures of him on the internet because he didn't have social media? Oh, when we found that. But out. we can talk about this because he's not here. <laughs> That's the intro. That's the opener. We sat. We sat in the library. Yeah, and we googled him, and Wait, we got on his there? websites. We huh. cyber stalked him. Yeah, we had to find out if he was a good person. Oh, when you started dating? Yeah, like before we started, because um... he didn't have social media. Which I stand by the fact that. That was actually a green flag. And uh, right. I also don't have social media. Red flag. <laughs> I'm a green flag. Okay. Ready? 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 I'm I gotta put my nose. I eat like 30 minutes. Hey, okay, so that has the same amount of liquid as mine does, and you called me a pussy earlier. That's well, because I dumped it out because I wanted to match you. You guys have nice oh. shot glasses. Healing <laughs> <laughs> in her plastic solo. I know. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm gonna barf. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I haven't drank anything in like a year. I just want you guys to know that. Should we start this bitch? Yeah. Do we get the yeah. opener? Welcome yeah. to what's for brunch. Okay. There it is. <laughs> Today is an extra special episode, an even more specialer episode than our last episode that we said was really special. Because this what was time, the last episode we was special because we were together. Oh, okay, that is special. <laughs> but this time, it's even better because we're not in the same room, and there's another person. <laughs> is he below you too? He's next to me. No, it's Jacob. Hello. Hi, Jacob. Welcome to Hi. the podcast. Thanks, guys. Long, long time, first time. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob is one of our very good friends, and mm -hmm. he's got some very good takes on everything. Oh, um, and so we thought you would be perfect for the book that we're going to talk about today. Um, usually, what book is that, start... yeah. What do you want to tell them? <laughs> do I want to tell them what? What, do they know what book we're reading today? If they listen to our last episode. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Mm -hmm. But usually we start by talking about what's for brunch. Mm -hmm. um, so I am coming off of a salted caramel vodka shot. And I also have these Smirnoff ice lemon lime things, and they don't taste like alcohol at all. So are I they like good? Actually... Are they watery? No, like a white claw. Tastes like a knockoff Sprite. Oh, that sounds Ooh. good. 
I might actually, I might actually follow the rules this time. Yours is going to be so much harder to do in 15 minutes though, because you have a whole can. I've drank a good amount already. Oh, is that carbonated? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's really painful. What are you guys having for brunch? Um, I started off with a shot of vodka, straight vodka. <laughs> um, and then I ended up making myself a vodka crayon. And, mm. and it's so pretty, pretty majestic. So is that a mason mine's jar? not carbonated. Yeah. I got it from Florida. <laughs> I also have a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt that says that too. Uh, I am I, I am hot off a, a off a Morgan off a Morgan shot, um, and I am drinking a, a nice glass of there it is. Um, it's it's called Sweet Ermengarde Desert. It was Did made, she name it? She named it. Yeah. Her, do you want to know the name of her brand? She has a brand. It's it's Shargat Cellars. Yeah. Does she like it. sell wine? What? She Does she like sell wine? I don't know, but I got this for free. It was a member of my uh, graduate cohort um, that she gifted me this wine. I just want to say I don't drink very much, so if I react negatively to the taste of this wine, I'm so sorry, Brianna. It's nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> but I might also be switching to rum and cokes, rum and Dr Pepper specifically, uh, if I can't handle wine because I'm not a huge mm -hmm. fan. But we'll Jacob is Jacob is very good at making rum and cokes. Thank yes. you. Yes, the specialty. Honestly, yes. And also well, shout out to the Top Hat um, Wine Stopper. Oh, thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, little nice little wine caps like that. I love it. Thank you. They're very cute. And we keep saying what's for brunch, um, but it's actually uh, 8.30 in the evening right now. Um, mm -hmm. So we have a nice late night episode, which I feel like pairs nicely with the book that we're reading. Um, but before we get into it, I don't know if you're reading anything right now, um, but we usually talk about what we're currently reading. Um, I am still stuck on, I think that was my gnome. What happened? So, um, but I'm still <laughs> stuck on A Little Life and I haven't even hit, I'm like 70 pages in, Maddie. You have to keep going. <sighs> have you, read you have to get to Jude. You have to get to Jude's point of view. I just finished the first major one on Willem. Um, this is called A Little Life by... Hanya? <laughs> uh, I feel like Hanya is pretty safe there. Hanya. Hanya Yanagahara. Yeah. What Jacob said. So mm -hmm. I'm still stuck on that. I haven't cried. Jacob, yet. doesn't that look like who's it got? Jim Carrey. I was like I was trying to think of what it was. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Kind of Jim Carrey. Yeah, I see not that. Jim Carrey. I thought, thought it was, but Caitlin said no. It's not Jim Carrey. It does look like him. I will say that. Yes. Oh me. Okay. Um, I just got done reading my first like true crime book. It's called Confessions of a Serial so Killer. <laughs> the old story of Dennis Rader. Um, I I should have like just stuck my toe in and done like somebody who wasn't a serial killer with really killer? crazy kinks. Um, but I went on and it was I had dreams. 
I just kept having like dreams. Dreams about being murdered? Yep. And like him being in my house and all of this stuff. So I'm thinking that maybe I'll go a little less hard next time if I do another true crime one. But um, it was pretty good, actually. It's like mostly from his point of view. And then it like details, like he tells you about all of his murders. So I enjoyed that. Wait, is this real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oh BTK killer. That's so much scarier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who he like he killed ten people and then they didn't catch him until he was in his sixties. But anyway, Jacob, are you reading anything? Oh, you know, I haven't read fiction before before the book that we're reading now in like a year. Like before like Trevor had me reading um the Achilles series. I think you guys read that too, right? <gasps> the Song of Achilles? Song of Achilles, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you then, read that? Yeah, Song of Achilles. And what's the other book about the girl? Cersei. Cersei, yeah. That oh my god, Cersei was so good. I didn't like oh, Achilles so that good. much. Stop um, it. but I read I think that's the last fiction book that I read. But I just started reading this is really nerdy. <laughs> but I'm starting a, a evolutionary PhD program soon, and I I thought it'd be good to read. Darwin's Origin of Species for that. Oh my god. Right now. That sounds like some nice light reading. It's kind of cool. I mean, I'm an evolutionary, I'm an evolutionary guy, so that's kind of cool. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm reading right now. That's perfectly. Aren't you glad that you broke your um uh hiatus, your fiction hiatus by reading for this book? Love? <laughs> I was so yeah, I was real happy the whole time. It's so worth it. it. <laughs> Maddie has strings of text of me reading while I was reading it. <laughs> To confirm that fact yeah um, he has great points of view on it though <laughs> so spoiler alert um we're gonna be talking about twisted love today um and this is the moment where if you are related to any of us um or any sort of parent or sibling figure at all to any of us please stop the podcast now and don't listen because we're gonna be talking about a smut book or what was supposed to be a smut book? What was supposed to be a smut book? Very, very little smut. Honestly, it's yeah. probably safe, gang. It's probably yeah. fine. Can't let but... Maddie's mom's. <laughs> I don't let my mom watch. <laughs> Fair warning. Uh, we are going to be talking about some smutty stuff, even if we were disappointed by the sex in this book. Um, but today... Uh, we are talking about Twisted Love by Anna Huang. Anna Huang is a New York Times bestselling author. She's most known for the Twisted series, so Twisted Love, and I'm honestly not even sure which one comes next, but I think there's like three or four in the series. Uh, she's got a new book coming out in October that's called King of Greed, um, and it's all a part of the series that she has that I'm assuming is very similar themes to Twisted Love, um, her Kings of Sin series, which sounds even darker and kinkier than Twisted Love, um, but that's coming out in October of this year. So that's a little bit about her. Um, how did we even get on the topic of reading Twisted Love? I think that we wanted Jacob just to read a book that we never thought Jacob would ever read in his entire life. You were, hey, you're right about that one. So um, I ended, I read this book a, a long time ago. I never finished the series. Um, this is this book is as far as I got. Um, but <laughs> I was like, hey, what about this one? And so Caitlin's like, oh yeah, definitely. So we told Jacob, and they had the 
the pleasure of reading it. It was a pleasure. <laughs> because if you're if you are on any sort of like book talk um type of things, Twisted Love is a very common book. It's very popular. I remember we People were love it. Yeah. Yeah. We were searching like the top, like most popular like smut books. And this is what came up every single time. People mm -hmm. love this book. Um and it's super popular. So I had heard of it and you had read it, but I thought it was just kind of like a romance novel. I didn't know anything else about it. I didn't know it was supposed to be um, like sexy or anything like that. Um, so I had no idea until we talked about it and then we mm -hmm. kind of just decided from there, I guess. Yeah. Can I just ask Maddie, what was the context of you reading this when you did the first time? Um, book talk book talk that everybody oh. like this is so good you, like everybody's gonna you're gonna love this book people so like this was after tiktok my... came out you read this book yeah okay so i, I only like read middle, it like maybe school, a, maybe a year ago <laughs> maybe a year ago what did you say i thought i thought this was like oh i read it in my childhood and i i was thinking it was funny oh books. no that was so this was shame. just a year but ago. um no so i read this like a year ago and everybody no everybody on tiktok was like this is one of my top favorite books and I love this like the characters are so good the romance is so good and I read it and I was like oh, oh okay. wait and then I never finished it um I forgot to start the drink timer <laughs> so we're starting a 15 minute timer now so we need to finish our drinks by the time the 15 minutes is up and just do the best that you can um yeah. No, finish it. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked up today. <laughs> That's um, the so, point. So I don't know um what your overall thoughts of the book were. Um it was not my favorite book that I've ever read. Um and I think we might have more things to complain about this book than we did the Akatar series. And we actually like the Akatar series. So I was gonna um, say you guys are big fans, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess there's that. But um I didn't like this book. So basically this book is just like a, a what? It's a smut book. Um, it's got multiple tropes in it, like brother's best friend, mm -hmm. um, yeah. possessive. Um, alpha male. Did you say alpha male? Is that what, we have? what was the term? Uh, that you alpha hero. Alpha hero, yeah. Alpha hero, if we could call this man a hero. Um, basically um, the, the little sister of this guy um he ends up going off and doing what a medical like internship like somewhere a for a year somewhere in yeah and so his, his best friend who is um this big scary ceo who you know graduated college when he was six um he <laughs> comes in honestly not far off <laughs> he comes in um because the brother asks him to keep an eye on the sister Naturally. Um, and protect her while he's gone because a, a woman can't protect herself so right. um basically this whole book is about them getting to know each other more um eventually you know they're smut so they obviously get together but it's there's a lot more to it that really throws you off in the end but yeah so the oh, so wow. the main characters are are ava who is um the sister who um is it's there's pov switches there's point of view switches in it so it switches back and forth from ava and alex who are the main characters um 
So it switches back and forth from their point of views. And I was just about to try and describe the plot, but I just realized that I can't. <laughs> Mm-mm. And halfway through when I was talking, I was like, where am I going with this? Because <laughs> I didn't even know how to describe what, what it. What changed in the book, really? Like, I it just jumped a lot from one thing to another, and there was so much to follow. Yeah, it starts out as um, the trope of, you know, grumpy, grumpy guy meets really grumpy happy. Grumpy sunshine. Girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. grumpy sunshine trope. type thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then it switches to... Uh, this dark mystery but that's not to like two-thirds of the way through the book it's which is to kind of like a dark mystery of you know past trauma and stuff well, like there's, there's trauma like they talk about traumas like they hint that pretty early on I think but they really don't get into any of it until like the last fourth of the book and then everything starts getting resolved so quickly and then you never expect like the next move and it's like okay yeah for for example um one of the plot points jacob if you want to talk about this is the um there alex is very grumpy and they think he's kind of like a robot and he has no emotions and so ava and her friends uh, so okay this is the first what we can call arc of the book right which is this character alex the main love interest uh is a very god i don't how much do we have to say right now about the characters i don't know um but yeah pretty much pretty much what we just said he's emotionless not very social of a guy i guess um and all of the friends of the main love interest of the main character ava um have problems with this guy he like is not nice to anybody ever so they were like okay this guy is a robot he never shows any emotion um we gotta we gotta it'd be fun to play a prank on him by trying to see what type like what what emotions he actually does experience so they come up with this plan called operation emotion which they want to like put him in situations because he's now tied to ava and he has to like help her because his best friend asked him to so uh what was the point of this oh yeah the fact that the plot thread is dropped um so I'll, I'll hold on i have my chapter summaries let's see where, where this starts yeah it was set up in chapter seven uh, and then it was resolved by chapter 11 they like they're going to go through all of the emotions and then they do sadness which is ava goes over to his house and asks him to watch really sad movies which she cries at but oh this is one of my quotes i wanted to get into okay let's do this real quick yeah um, yeah so they're watching a movie. She's crying. It's they had a walk to remember and Marley and me. <laughs> I, I haven't watched a walk to remember, but Marley and me is is good. I think I cried at that movie even. Yeah. Um. So she's crying, and then uh, Alex looks over. Uh, well, Ava asks, "Well, how are you not crying? This movie's so sad." And Alex says, "It's fiction." He grimaced. That's a quote. Stop crying. And then she says, "I can't stop." I can't stop when I feel like it's a biological reaction. And Alex has the fucking gall to say biological reactions can be mastered. I thought that was such a good Because quote. he can master anything. He can master anything. That's why I said, and I wrote this down in my notes. I can see it right here. I was like, he's literally just a narcissist. Yeah. The God complex is incredible. Oh my he's- God. Yeah, so he, yeah, they have him go to be sad. And then like two chapters later, there's like four different operations of like, oh God, what was there? There was like fear. Fear, they do fear. 
Um, um, which happiness. the fear thing was so fucking wild because it was literally just in one chapter. Ava calls her brother to ask if her, his best friend has any fears, and he says no. And then the chapter ends. He's like, <laughs> "I've tried everything; it doesn't work." And then that's the end of the chapter. Which would be fine. All of this would be fine. It's just that, like, when you're reading the book, and this is the first story arc, you think this is gonna be the story arc because in like a rom. That's how they get together, right? Yeah, in a in a rom com, in a like in any of those kind of um if you are listening to us and you won't be able to see this if you're watching on YouTube, any of these books that look like this, that's the whole plot of the entire book. Um and so I'm thinking, oh, it's just gonna be about humanizing Alex. That's what the whole book is gonna be about. And then they fall in love and they also have some kinky sex. Awesome. Um, but then like three, four chapters later, that plot line just dies. Mm-hmm. It's just over. <laughs> and and sort of a new one starts. That's I mean, yeah, how they treat everything in the book, though. Like ev- everything ends abruptly. Like every single plot line just ends and they never give you like a full conclusion or they do, but it's like super rushed mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. So like, there's like you could have book. made like five different stories out of this one book. Yeah. And, and the thing, like the worst thing, worst thing about it is like the climax of the book for Ava, the main character, happens at like chapter twenty nine out of forty three, and then it's the rest is just Alex, kind of. Yeah, and you feel like Ava's a side character by mm-hmm. the end of it of. until you get to like the very last chapters. Which I mean, maybe maybe she is like if the thing is just about how hot Alex is, maybe she is. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, and I have not read any actual smut books. Um, like I listen to. Uh, sometimes I get book talk, like actual TikToks, um, and one of them was just a funny one of this girl making her boyfriend read one of her like actual smut books. And it was the sex scene was like this girl um, getting like gang banged and she's like being double penetrated and like, you know, she's having this connection with this one guy, like while other guys are, you know, Um, and I was like, whoa, yeah, that's not what I'm I'm reading. (laughs) Um, So that's what really made me think like this isn't even smut. No, no. there's, yeah, so we talked about this before the pod started, but yeah. there, there's 43 chapters in the book. There are three sex scenes in them. <laughs> it was a letdown. And it was a letdown. And should, is this a good time to bring up that only two of them were from Ava's perspective? Yeah, I thought about that too. I was going to ask you guys that because I was trying to go back over it and I pulled out some quotes from the sex scenes um, that I would like to read if we don't get them get to them later because um, they're just kind of like funny and fun to read. But um, every time I would find one, I was like, this is still from Alex's perspective. And then I was like, are any of them from Ava's? But there is one or two, I guess. I don't, I actually didn't track that. I thought, I thought I knew the first one was from Alex's, but I don't remember the other two. I I don't know there might only be one that's actually from Ava's but it's like you said Mm -hmm. that might be the point of the book is that you know they're both equally the characters and that's totally fine um that's just how this book is set up which I don't know what your guys thoughts are on point of view switches um I usually don't like them I remember you said that in your notes yeah (laughs) I don't mind them if it's in a a book where I like both of the main characters, 
but in this case I didn't like either one of the main characters so it was it's kind of annoying because I didn't really give a shit about Alex mm-hmm. because even in the first couple chapters I was like like this guy's a narcissist why would I want to hear him talk about himself and how great he is all the time and how he was like and he does have trauma I'm not saying like it's bad trauma yeah but like he's all woe is me the whole entire time yeah and he's got serious trauma but like nobody- people who handle it 10 times better than he did yeah and like I'm not like I don't want to shame him for his reaction but like the and this is just maybe the author didn't make us like him like there was nothing to connect us with him to make mm-hmm. us like him. other than that if you thought he was hot I guess um but I was really let down by the like sex part of this book in general um, because I thought it was going to be a smut book. I even wrote, uh, when I write my notes, I write them like word for word, what's coming out of my brain as I'm reacting to it. So it sounds really dumb. But I said, OMG, my eyes just rolled out of my head. Ugh, I can't. This better have some bomb ass sex to make up for this shit. And it didn't have bomb ass sex to make up for this shit. <laughs> and like people idolize this man like on on tiktok and all these book things and they're like he's so great i love him blah 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 but like he does the bare minimum and i'm like oh okay like you're just <laughs> yeah wait 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 save that because i want to have a whole discussion on how he basically just talked dirty and that mm-hmm. was and then did the bare minimum and that was supposed to be the greatest sex ever but anyways anyways um one thing i wanted to get to first which i feel like we're gonna have a lot to talk about is the characters themselves there's more characters than just ava and alex um ava has a whole friend group and you can tell by what's going on in this first book that they're all gonna have their own books in the rest of the series um for example like i think uh her best friend and her brother and then another girl and her bodyguard. Um, but the, Wait, char- the bodyguard and them get together? Yeah. Oh. Wait, Bridget and the bodyguard? No way. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget, Bridget's the next book. And then. But doesn't. I thought another one of the friends was super into the bodyguard. Am I misremembering? Okay, maybe I am. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Think so. I don't think so. But I definitely felt I felt more sexual tension between um, Bridget and her bodyguard than I mm-hmm. did between these two main characters. I actually would have rather read her book than than mm-hmm. this one. Um, but the characters, one of them is a princess. Um, Ava's a photographer. Um, one of them is what, just like a programmer or something. She's a programmer slash model. Slash model. Um, and then Alex. Alex, the the main guy, um, he not only has a, um, let me, I wrote it down, highly superior autobiographical memory. Um, he also has a gifted level IQ. Um, and he's- He's a genius in the book. I might, a, I might be yeah, he's genius. Sorry, not even gifted, genius. Um, yeah, what, he graduates high school at the age of, what, 14? Oh. I don't know if it said, but it did say he invented his own software or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he got like done a with millionaire super early. He's, yes. so he's not even in college with these people because he got done so much earlier than they did. Yeah. And he has he has trauma. So he's a genius. He has um a photographical memory. Um he's super rich. 
and he's like super hot. He's not just like one thing. He's like all he has to be like all of them. And I don't archetype, yeah. I don't get it. Every single character is literally a caricature of a human. Like they don't for me, but I, I like, think don't need that. I think that the reason she made all the other ones so dramatic was so that she could make the next book so dramatic. Like you can't have God forbid you have an ordinary girl That's going into the next mm-hmm. books. Like you gotta give them something. I just felt but like the um, princess was just a little too far for me. <laughs> what was she the princess of? I don't remember. I don't like some country. I don't know. <laughs> some princess that just gets to or she maybe she's not the princess, but she's the princess is like No, she's the princess. She's she's gonna, she, the she eventually the book, has she's... to take over. She, yeah. I think in the book she in the epilogue, I think. Yeah, and but at first she takes it's over not, whatever right? country. Well, I think at first somebody else was supposed to like her older brother or something. Right. Somebody denied it and then she yeah. now it's her responsibility. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, something like that. How much time do we have left on the timer? Um oh shit. Can you oh, read I finished there? mine and I made my next one. So I finished mine already. I didn't. Wow. I thought you were going to be in charge of this whole thing. I thought you were going to uh-huh. you, you talk so much shit about being better than us at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Talk <laughs> too much is what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. You were kind of carrying this, actually. Um, okay. I'm starting the next one and I'm chugging. You need to crush the can after so we know you're done. <laughs> okay. Let us see under your tongue. Crush it off your forehead. <laughs> Um, one of the things that I thought was really funny when I read this is, um, and Jacob is one of the ones who showed me like a million of these, um, but having like a robot write, uh, like one of the funny ones is having them write a Hallmark movie because the joke, like all Hallmark movies the same, um, are the same. So like, um, you can't tell the difference between an actual one and if a bot wrote it. And he's got like a bunch of them. He's got a whole book on it. They're so funny. And when I was reading this book, just how ridiculous certain things were. I felt like a robot wrote this book. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk shit about Anna, um, the author, but it was very basic. Like, I feel like an AI could have, like, seen all of those elements in other stories and then, like, compiled them together, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and I'll just say that there are a bajillion people who love this book. She is a good writer. There's a million people who love this book just because we didn't like it or just because we did like it. doesn't really mean anything. Um, lots of people do really appreciate this book. I did, this is, I don't know if we're, we want to get into anybody right now, but like um, the author in a, God, how do you say it? Huang. Huang, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Anna Huang, um, there was a lot of stuff about like, that incorporated she incorporated from her own life like she is mm-hmm. um some type of asian american i think and yes. like there's a lot of like um i think chinese uh like culture in this like they have yes. very specific thanksgivings um ava's trauma which i don't know how much we're going to talk about um always takes place at like she wakes up in the middle of the night at 4 44 a.m which is like the chinese 666 i think so I like the fact that like she and there was so much detail about that kind of thing. I kind of enjoyed. I don't know if yes. you guys know, but um, that that's like the only thing in this book that actually felt grounded to me. Yeah, there was a ton of representation um, with both Ava and the other characters. Um, Alex is Ukrainian. 
Ukrainian. I, her, his uncle was Ukrainian, so I assume he was. Mm -hmm. I think he's Ukrainian. And then um, all of the friends are different and unique in their own ways, too. So there was a ton of representation. Um, but yeah, hearing about like her life and her backstory, it all seemed um, like it came straight from Anna Huang and mm -hmm. sided like that. That was actually really good. Okay, okay. Crush it. <laughs> How do you, you crush it. a skinny can? I think you cinch it in the middle to get it started, maybe? Just go like that. Cover your ears. Oh. Hey, that, that was bad advice. <laughs> get now, it. I drank it all. So, should we talk about the sex? <laughs> I think we should talk about we the sex. We can talk about the sex. Um, do you want me to start off by giving a couple quotes that maybe I don't think we're going to hit on in a second? For sure. I have no sex quotes in my okay. list. So I'll read a couple. I'll read a couple. I wish that we could all, I should have sent this to you so that maybe we could all like take turns reading it. Um, I just thought it would be fun to read some <laughs> out loud. Um, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so ready for this. Let me turn my auto rotate on so I can read it better. Maybe I wet my lips with my tongue, conscious of his eyes tracking the movement the way a lion would a gazelle. I like those things too. Get up, he said, his voice soft but so commanding. I obeyed without thinking. You're about to find out what happens when you invite yourself into the lion's den. He talks a lot of he talks a lot of shit, which I gotta give him credit for. <laughs> he does the he does do the dirty talk, which not a not a lot of guys are good at. I know I'm shit at it. <laughs> but do you think that's good dirty talk? You're inviting yourself no, into the lion's den. No, it's it's clearly doing something for Anna Ava. See, hey, yeah, if that works for you, that's awesome. I I've um <laughs> said that I wanted to take a poll of whether or not things like that were actually attractive. Um, mm. some of the stuff he says I did think was hot. Some of it was like too much for me, but I mean, hey, he he's going for it. That's for sure. It's a commitment, and you gotta respect that. Okay, but he he talks a lot of like shit, right? He's like, "Welcome to the lion's den." Does does he? <laughs> Does he yeah. follow up on anything? <laughs> Is there through? a lion then? <laughs> was there a lion there? I mean, or was that just mediocre sex? The way Ava describes herself <laughs> having sex, she seems to like it. Yeah, okay. she does like she does seem to like it. For me, it seemed like she was just really into it. And so him doing the bare minimum was enough mm -hmm. um, for her. Because I feel like all that he did was talk dirty. And then, like, call her a slut a few times. And then... A lot. He, he, he used the word slut frequently. And that does that does it for some girls. Yes. And that, that, that's all it takes, apparently, for some of them. Here. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, would you like me to do another one? I would, yeah. love, I would love to hear that. Okay. It didn't take long for me to secure the penthouse and all but drag Ava into the luxurious suite. I was so fucking hard. My cock. Wait, can we pause all the drag? Is that is that communicating reticence, non-consent? <gasps> True. 
okay but but does she doesn't seem like the type of girl to care about consent well i think with she's him. the type of girl to care about consent but i think she was but like with him like if he he could do whatever he wanted and she'd be like fuck that sexy and yeah well and I, I, do think, it. I think that was part of the dom submissive um interaction that was that was going on there and she like you said she was into it it wouldn't it wouldn't matter what he did for mm. her at that time but yeah from an outside perspective but also, what is what is anna saying there like the author what is she what is she trying to communicate about that interaction in what in what sense was it all but drag well usually when they say something like that it's like they were just hurrying and he was like like maybe oh, he, like, oh, yo, he yeah, was like pulling yeah. her up the stairs but like they were moving fast mm. to yeah. their destination like so it was that's, all that's, he more, could do it's more that more saying that he was like going quickly because he was excited rather than her yes Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. This is from him, his perspective. Sorry. I'll use a, a should I use a male male voice? No, no, no. That's fine. I just like I couldn't tell if it was talking about like what was the all but drag applying to. I couldn't figure out if that was her or him. But that makes more. Please sense. don't use a man voice. <laughs> um, I'll start over. Okay. It didn't take long for me to secure the penthouse and all but drag Ava into the luxurious suite. I was so fucking hard, my cock almost punched a hole through my pants and the images I had running through my mind. Fuck, I was gonna destroy her, but any remaining shred of conscience I possessed had disappeared the moment she uttered those words. My blood roared at the memory. There's that lion again. You woke me the lion. <laughs> so, so this is the question that I have. Um, and it actually came from a, a different quote about his cock um, up against his zipper um, mm -hmm. because he was so hard. And then this one says, my, or so fucking hard, my cock almost punched a hole through my pants. And I get that this is a first person view book, like point of view book. So you have to put thoughts in there, but as a woman, do guys actually have thoughts like that? And physically, does that actually happen? Yeah. Um, I'm glad I can answer for all men when I <laughs> what the fuck I'm about to say. I don't know how much detail I should give about this. Um, Whatever you feel comfortable with. Right. Well, I just mean like in the context of the podcast. I wouldn't say that... So... Punching a hole through your pants is obviously hyperbole. Okay. Certainly not going to do that. But mm -hmm. in terms of like <laughs> causing harm, if if it's in the wrong position, for sure, yeah, you, you can strain. Although up against a zipper, okay. I don't know if my neighbors can hear me. So like if it's if your if your dick is in one of the pant holes, like going downward, it it uh, it, it also depends on <laughs> on the natural. God, this is, I don't know. Um, it depends on the natural shape of your dick, whether or not it naturally leans one way, the other, up, down. Um, my, I don't know. My, my penis, fuck. Um, uh, my, yeah, keep going. You don't have to yeah, say that if you don't want to. No, 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 I do. Uh, my, my, my penis prefers to be up. So if it's like down a pant leg, it can be uncomfortable if I'm really hard. Um, it like it could hurt. I 
certainly couldn't rip a pant, but maybe if, if it's tight, I could see that. <laughs> if your pants are tight. Um, if it's up against a zipper, that's, that's okay. This might be too much detail. That's typically how you hide an erection. Um, I know that. Do you? Yeah. Did Victor tell you this? Yeah. Oh, okay. What I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't, what, what did he tell you about, or if you don't want to share? Just that, that there's different ways of like hiding it. Um, sure, so, you yeah. can, so you can tuck it like in your belt. Um, yes, that's that's the way okay. if, you're, if you're erect. So that, that's what I, that's all I mean is like, if you are like the stereotypical, like um, someone's, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I did this in middle school of like, you have an erection and like, you have to get up from your desk. Like you hide up in your belt a little bit. Um, so that's what I, that's when I, like, when you said, like, do cocks strain against the zipper? Almost certainly not, unless it's really small and it can stay in the zipper. When that's what I was small, thinking. Like, how does it? <laughs> right, because it'll go down a pant, pant leg. Yeah. Should we and then if it were to, like, much? lift, like, it's going to no. be really tiny in order right. to, like, get. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to body shame anybody, but, like, that must be true. Um, if it was up, then I don't think it'd be straining. Although, maybe. It's plausible. That makes sense. But that's. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. See, that's what, because. But I, it also like depends on how big your dick is too, right? Like if you had a huge yeah. dick, it would be like worse. I mean, if it's up, then it's, mm -hmm. it's more about pant tightness and girth, I, I guess, to, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. Well, because, and, and also some people are showers and some people are growers. Sure, and, for sure. And, you know, so like some people who are showers theirs is naturally already going to be hanging down a pant leg, right? Yes. So that Although I, I feel like people say that, but they're all pretty much the same size when they're flaccid. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know these things. I mean, I listen, I've seen very few dicks in my day, but <laughs> from what I could, when I, from what I've gathered, there's, I don't know if grower versus shower is really the much that, that much of a thing. Interesting. Interesting. That I had a lot of questions about that, that kind of stuff reading through the book because this um, is the sex ed portion of the, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because this, in this book, um, kind of like we said earlier, the majority of the sex is from a male perspective, from Alex's perspective, but written by a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've read books which is really funny. This is just reminded me. Um, I read a an old Dean Koontz book, um, and they have sex in it. So it's written by a man. There was almost no like. <laughs> it was funny. the 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 woman just like moaned and enjoyed it, and that was the the gist of the female description part of the sex. Um, but I just thought it was funny because from a male perspective, I thought that sex scene was, was really bad. Um, so I wondered, Jacob, what you thought about these sex scenes being from, um, a male perspective, but written by a woman. I mean, I said this a little bit before we started, but I wasn't reading it with that lens in mind. So I, from like my reading experience, I didn't notice anything that was like, this is not how it goes. Um, I will say that like, much like the character of Alex in general, it leans really hard into like stereotypical masculinity stuff. So like enjoying um, Ava's submission, like that that's a thing that guys enjoy, but I wouldn't say it's the only thing that we think about during sex. Um, so maybe, maybe like stereotypicalized or however mm -hmm. you 
translate that that uh, adjective. Um, but yeah, I mean, not I wouldn't say it's completely inaccurate. I, I didn't notice anything uh, yeah. wrong specifically. Do you okay. think though that like when women write sex scenes, they tend to over romanticize them? Like I mean, for not... a man coming in, it's more about like pleasure, and for a woman, it's more about like connection. So she's I... writing about him, like kind of connecting with her. But is that how it would be in like Was there real a life? Connection? I mean, I don't. Well, I would say that she didn't. She explicitly didn't do that. At least the they did though like he has the rule about no kissing right mm, but mm. he let her kiss him maybe, maybe we should explain that could you explain that a little bit more because i don't think we touched so that i so i read this a long time ago so i'm not really like 100 sure but like he has certain rules going in right um at the beginning he talks about how he's into more like bdsm stuff and um when you get to the actual sex scenes um you don't really see a lot of that so he has these rules like no kissing um no no face like no face to face yeah. yeah so like automatically when this first starts he like throws his rules away and he's like i'm gonna kiss her we can be face to face and all of this stuff she's so she's automatically forming that like new connection between them and she's making it more romantic and she's making like you know the, the target audience is women so she's making them be like oh my god He's changing for her type of oh, stuff. Yeah, it's the changing, like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, character. so, like, with women writing sex scenes, I just find that it might be over romanticized. Like, that's why people go into having sex having like unrealistic expectations about things. Right. Um, there's yeah. things in this book that I feel like are romanticized, and this is a common thing in lots of pop culture, movies, TV shows, books. Um, that are actually dangerous to romanticize. Um, but some of the sex in here I do think is over romanticized. Um, for example, oh crap. We hit another 15 minutes and I'm not even halfway done with this. I'm not. I'm work, I'm really doing bad gang. <laughs> Shame. Shame on us. Can you hear me swallowing my drink? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm good job, done. Maddie. That was like half full, Madeline. I take these rules seriously. Are you serious, Caitlin? No. <laughs> but there is more in this box than I thought there was. No. You can just pretend like it's, the, it's a different one. That's the good, good thing about having an opaque container. Well, this should be number four. Jacob, your face. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I feel there. I don't want to. I'm sorry, Brianna. I love your wine. It's very good. <laughs> um, I'm going to switch to Ron Coates, though. I think I got it in the last podcast of us taking our shot and I full on gagged on camera. So it's fine. The shot wasn't even like terrible either. I also didn't do well with it though. It was like 1030 in the morning though. We actually did brunch. Thank God we did it in the evening. I don't know how it functioned the rest of the day. (laughs) Okay. Starting the next 15 minutes. Um, Should I put a stocking cap on too? Do you guys shut up? Okay, hold on. What's happening? Okay, hold on. You guys. (laughs) Where's Jacob? He went somewhere. He has multiple he wanted to show us. 
No, Jacob. Do you want one of mine? Here. Yeah, I need one. Um, because <laughs> I took some. Thank you. I took some over to the new. That was unrealistic. You got to reach like above the camera and pretend. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. So all I have um are mittens. Put it on your head. Be cozy. I'm wearing a hat today because my hair is terrible. It doesn't look bad. It's so I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how long I can wear this, but I'll try. It's really hot in my room. That's not good. <laughs> now that we all have our hats on. Yeah. Now our thinking caps are here. Now our thinking caps are on. Now we're about to get serious. Ready to talk seriously about sex. Should I read another sex quote? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of sex quote. I don't know why. Okay. Oh, I have a lot to say. Well, I don't have a lot to say. I have one thing to say about this. I screamed, my core clenching around his cock for what must have been the thousandth time as another orgasm ripped through me and broke me into a million pieces of ecstasy agony or ecstatic agony. Sorry, I almost got through it. Okay, so this is uh, this is a question that I don't I don't know the answer to. How many orgasms is it like how many normal <laughs> orgasms can a girl have in one like sexual period? Girl, like pull my PowerPoint for my sex ed class. With the yeah, like like because like, like, everything I've heard is like women sometimes not even having an orgasm. So like women having more than rest. one orgasm sounds very unbelievable to me during like one sex session. You know, scientifically, women can have as many orgasms compared to men who can only have typically like we have a refractory yeah. period yes and and women do not but like realistically it's it's harder for well mm. all i'm saying is that that many orgasms from just a couple pumps and some dirty talk yeah that's what i'm asking like is does that happen no for the lucky <laughs> for the lucky women in the world maybe like is the she just so turned on by the idea of this you... man that she can have multiple orgasms well no they, okay i believe and this is really going to show my knowledge about me rereading the book like a week prior to this in order <laughs> to after somebody was ready i believe that quote is from the second sex scene from the penthouse one where they uh, get a hotel room. With the couch? What? With the couch? Yes, with the couch. There's three That sexes. was scared me. That scared you? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that sex scene scared what? me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, this is a year ago. It didn't sound fun. <laughs> being stretched over a couch? Not what? that, but like, like he was that on a phone call. Here? Oh yes. He was on a phone call, and then he was just like, <laughs> "That's it." Like it's what scared me is how many orgasms she had during that time. Well, okay, so that was from the penthouse thing where they had yeah. sex over like three days or something. Yeah, like they who had nonstop the sex. They ordered food in so they could. He's the COO. That. How does he have time for that? He quit his job eventually. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't. It's not real. Oh yeah, that's why he was on the phone call. You're right. 
not it's yet like what you yeah. said it, it's like what you said it's it's romanticized that someone would take three days off of their life like I got places to be I did think that was funny in that quote that she had had a million orgasms by that point did it say a million or did it say, did it say a, what felt like a million what felt like the thousand okay. time but there was another sex scene where she did have like three orgasms or, or something like that um and I don't remember whose point of view that was from um but have we talked about that yet that the fact the fact the first sex scene was from the man's perspective well a little but no yeah we haven't touched on it it was the first one it's from him yeah there's three sex scenes and the first one that they give us is from alex's perspective which Which is kind of interesting i think that that's like it's different so it's a good way to pull people in to keep reading it i guess but like i I can't imagine that's like what you wanted i I, the primary audience well surely women like seeing something like when you read a book and it's completely from like the woman's point of view a lot of people like go crazy over if the author like gives a little blurb on like one chapter that's from the guy's point of view because they're always wanting to know like how the guy felt during that yes so it's like they love they eat that shit up that yeah they want to know how in love the guy was with this Mm -hmm. moment how good he felt so I think that that was actually kind of like a smart move on her part because people want to know like what Alex is feeling because Alex is this unfeeling person so it's like he's changing yeah and she's I think not like other girls a hundred percent I a hundred percent true is that um sometimes it's hotter to read it from the male perspective mm. because you want to feel hot and you want to feel sexy so when you're reading it and it's from their point of view and they're thinking that instead of you just like feeling good oh instead of you intuiting that like it's it's more objective in a sense it's him it's him Mm. saying it it's like it's like like, yeah it's him he feels good from this girl so it's like giving pleasure to whoever you're with right almost as exciting as getting the pleasure yourself Exactly. Right, because I mean that's sort of the point of like the like the fact that she well I guess you as the reader know that the dude is enjoying it and like it's filling mm-hmm. his butt like I get yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. okay. but I I get what you're saying Jacob because um up until the sex scene the majority of the sexual tension moments are from Ava's point of view can I add can I add that <laughs> the sexual tension moments there's no reason for sexual tension. Like, I think when I was rereading it, I think one thing that I wrote down was, hold on. I said this bitch gets turned on by the most mundane shit. Like in chapter four, they are talking about his superior memory and she's like, oh, that's the hottest shit I've ever heard. And she's like, and then she uses the words, I've never felt more alive. And I'm like, what? (laughs) what happened in this house that like what what have you experienced in your life that like this is you've never felt more alive than this moment where he's talking about how he's superior to you i mean ava has clearly never been out of the house before she's <laughs> I'm, like, Alex. I'm like what have you like you poor thing mm-hmm. i know she can't remember shit but like yeah she i mean that's she doesn't remember the first seven years of her life maybe that's why <laughs> she's like, i've never felt more alive she's known alex all these years 
Oh yeah, that's true. They're that, that, that's one of the plot points is they're long term childhood friends. Well, it's like and they've never felt this shit towards each other. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. she's turned on when he like looks at her. I don't understand. Like, like okay, you could be like slightly turned on by the way a guy's muscles move, but she's saying things like I've never felt more alive by the fact that he's like he he has a good memory. <laughs> I don't. Is it like a superiority thing? Like, is she just in, like, is she, I think she loves the idea of this man so much. Maddie, it's understand? like my, oh, yeah, it's figure. your authority figures. Yeah. She has a thing for authority oh, figures. Oh, okay. Is, 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 and guys with four letter names. Of Dom culture, though? Maybe. Or is it a different thing? I don't, I don't, I'm genuinely asking. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I could, I don't know anything about it. I just, there's this running joke. You should feel something bur- gurgling up inside you. <laughs> There's just this um, uh, this running joke that Maddie and I have that I've always had a thing for someone in a position of authority, <laughs> and I think that's different. no, it's true though. Um, like, I feel like everyone, do you not? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like not having to take charge. I kind of like. I don't know. But like, mine was like a teacher. Um, that's like the most popular fetish. It's like teachers and nurses and stuff. I was just people. watching the pretty little lot this pretty little liars clip and i was like i never realized back then how like bad that was that yeah. she they had a relationship the whole entire time they were in yeah. but then it, it okay, sorry going. that has nothing to do it kept going right maddie like the next one was i don't even know um like, like police officers i guess i don't know oh you guys talk a lot about police officers and firemen sometimes they're just like a different breed you know isn't your dad like a police officer maddie or something (gasps) don't say that (laughs) i have had multiple men that i thought were attractive what the fuck are we talking talking about about? (laughs) wait we're talking about a book we're somehow talking did everybody pour their next drink um i'm about to finish this one because we are about to start our next timer so what you're gonna do right now is we're gonna stop and you guys are going to finish your drinks i'm so drunk can you yell yep one two three chug i know you have to yell chug 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 like repeatedly chug 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 jacob and you guys spilled i spilled it all over me what did victor describe the other day soaking (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about man um victor tried to tell us what this thing was but <laughs> i had actually already heard it because i watched jury duty you guys should watch Wait, jury duty it's fucking caitlin caitlin pause i know how drunk you are because you were just talking and you're like i heard <laughs> <laughs> and then i spilled my drink I spell, oh, that's so great. This is not even a book podcast. This is the people get drunk. I'm gonna cut half this shit out. I thank God. I do. Do you guys like my or do you like my editing, Maddie? I do. Um, I'm excited to watch our our last one because um, the one before I think I watched with you because I refused to watch myself by myself. Um, there's a couple spots that the edits were like um not as smooth but there's a couple hard cuts um that I really enjoyed and I did them on purpose um and to me it was funny um but I don't know I was like the people who like edit this but not 
I'm not saying you ever have to do this because this would take way too much of your time. But, like the people who like zoom in on like, the face or like they like oh. do, like weird shit throughout it. And yeah. then, <laughs> I don't know. I like or they like editing. break the like they're like the office. Yeah, and they break the what's it called? They break the what? Fourth wall. Oh, here we, we go. The book called Fourth Wing. <laughs> talking about that's the most drunk shit you've ever said i said fourth wall many said there's a book called the fourth wing (laughs) i just ordered it it's so hard to get i ordered it like over a month ago i also ordered this other thing online that i think they ripped me off because i haven't gotten it and i paid like 75 dollars for it oh my 75 what'd you order maddie what was it? It was a it was a jersey that I was gonna wear to a White Sox game, but I, I hope I, it was like the cheapest one I could find, and it was called like Hypey Garments or whatever. And they also sell comforters. That sounds like a ripoff. It was. I can't even find my tracking number anymore. Oh no! <laughs> they definitely charged me. To start the next drink timer. I'm fucked up, man. Jacob's fun. I'm ready. Fucked up. Can He's I just not used to our time? This is gonna be episode five. There's only three out. There's four out the, actually. The fourth one. So the the fourth one is um we recorded in the same room. So instead of having screen and screen, we were just on the same camera. So the um the ratio that's not out yet i watched the most recent did you know that when you watch it long story hey when you watch it um caitlin and i talk about being a lesbian couple so do you oh you guys would be can i just say you guys would be so cute together for real we are soulmates when you you listen to it you'll understand you better listen to it i want you know who's gonna listen to this one tucker oh is it the guy who we i met at the valley yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. On, like a random oh, Wednesday. I got mm-hmm. fucked up yeah. on Long Island. Maddie spent like yeah, I was so drunk. I- All right, I'm starting the next 15 minutes. We just got back from a long, really, really long pee break that turned into us. I could honestly pee again. No, leave a little bit. Of no, that. I know. I pee I again? Okay. No, I'm okay. We broke the seal. Now all three of us have broken the seal. Um, but I'm starting our next 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got one more sex quote to read because honestly, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. Do you guys? No, we got so. No, I, I got last. No, we we talked about the characters. We talked about the sex. Should we? <laughs> should we move on? Because oh, really, all else on your sex outline, Caitlin. Um, there's just one more sex scene that I really want to talk to talk about. Um, before we get into Jacob's game that he brought for us to play. Um. And this is a really good sex scene. It's one of, or, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a good sex scene. I don't know if I'd call any of the sex scenes in this book a good sex scene. Let me just read it, okay? Oh, is it the, is it the, is it yeah. the? Oh, yeah. yes. It's the most memorable. That's the yeah. word. What's, what's this one? It's, it's the, it's the festival one. It's the festival. It's, 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 it's fall of something something it's the really set the scene everybody is having a good time and alex and ava are there together and they're going to the bathroom and they go in the bathroom and you're missing so much context here okay jacob to retell this one for us (laughs) thank you thank you man don't get to it don't Um, get in the sex scene as i want to read it of course i would never step on you like that 
it's it's early 2019 2017 and the leaves are falling from the sky we graduated 2017 okay i graduated 2018 i'm a youngster Uh, (laughs) leaves are falling from the sky it's the apocalypse it's summer it's fall fest at wherever wherever they're at um college <laughs> college it's a nice little festival and they are there's a lot of little shops it's like um bridgerton wait no what's the thing that we go to in Terre Haute? bridgerton, Not bridgerton. bridgerton? Bridge, the bridge it's covered bridge festival bridge. It's covered bridgerton. Bridge, hey jacob 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 i just want to clear this up for you real quick yeah. okay bridgerton, bridgerton. is in <laughs> i know bridgerton is. is a netflix series yep i know that you guys <laughs> are really in like it, the right? 1800s we're so off topic <laughs> Jacob, set the scene. Uh, but... What? What's that? What's no, that? Matter? Nothing. No, no. Because okay. Cam's gonna cut that out, so I don't need to go back story. <laughs> it's the co- it's covered bridge festival, as everyone everyone's familiar with. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know explain this. No, it's a fall festival. It's chilly out. <laughs> everyone's wearing uh their their what's that thing called? Cover cover winter coat. No. What's that coat? women wear like it's the vest no it's like long and cardigans cardigans wearing their cardigans that's stereotypical of you excuse me <laughs> um it's fall okay fuck off and they're it's fall <laughs> and it's a festival there's games there's uh, outlet shopping everyone's having a fun time i'm not Alex. putting any of this out this is gonna be a terrible <laughs> episode um everyone is having a great time alex cuts his hand arm on something he's yeah. bleeding and ava the fucking wonderful lady that she is like hey we need to get that taken care of it's about to get infected infection is real gang i got my leg infected after i fell off a tree um it is real so you need to take care of it and she's like to clean oh, your yeah. wounds absolutely alex mm-hmm. ava is like let's get let's take it let's look at that in the bathroom get some first aid on that it's not going to get infected hell no and they go into the bathroom they pass a secretary in the health clinic uh and they're like he has a wound we're just gonna clean it off and they go in the bathroom and then and then sexy time things start to escalate and soon it gets a little hot and steamy are y'all ready for this mm-hmm. this sensual quote okay I rode his hand shamelessly, drool leaking from the corners of my mouth as I screamed around my makeshift gag. Come for me like a little slut. I did, hard, fast, and endlessly, flying high in an explosion of starry bliss. When I finally came down, I saw that he had unbuttoned his pants and was fisting his cock. It didn't take long before he erupted, spurting thick, hot jets all over my thighs. No, he said when I reached to clean myself. He pulled my shredded panties out of my mouth and pocketed them. His movements crisp and precise. I want you to walk around with my cum on you so you know exactly who you belong to. I think we need a moment of silence after that. Yeah, let's just let that simmer for a second. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take a drink. So... So. Well, okay. Now let's calm down real quick because this is <laughs> this is a fetish. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's, it's like a mix of exhibitionism and dominance, like mm-hmm. leaving come on you, letting it dry, and then like going out in public 
with that. So that, basically she's, she's his property. Right. Here's, the thing, here's mm -hmm. the thing. The idea of it, the concept of it, hot, cool. I can get mm -hmm. behind that. Okay. The logistics of it is where mm -hmm. I'm getting a little stuck. What do you mean? Kaylin is really searching inside her soul right now. Because I, I think to each their own and whatever you like is absolutely amazing. I mm -hmm. don't want to walk around with that on my leg. The fact that it was impromptu and not total, like it was a request, was problematic. I agree with that. Yeah. I just feel like you develop a rash. <laughs> From the cone? I don't think it, yeah, but if you left it on there for a long time and you let your jeans rub on it and it just like she's wearing a dress. Settled. She's wearing a dress. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maddie hasn't read this in a while. Yeah. She's wearing a dress. Um, um I it just was, it, uh, everything in this comes back to it's what you're if it's what you're into, right, like for sure. good for but you. I if that's what gets you off. Mention. I think it's important to mention that Ava has made no statements about that that this is the fact that this is something she would be into. But she didn't make That's any true. at all. That's true. She's like, okay he's just assuming that she's into all of this. Yeah. And I and think she um, is, though, because you get her point of view and she's into it. She she is. But I think it's just, she definitely thought it was thought. She thought it was hot, everybody. So um, there there is that. It was definitely a con a consensual moment at the end i just think it devalues like i hate books that like make women look that way mm. like but, i'm sorry um, but degrading, like feeling like degraded is also like a kink like, i know it's a kink and i know good for you whatever you're into stuff like that but like i just it, and it all goes back to like how i feel about her and first place is like she loves to pretend to be the woman who's like I'm gonna say no to him and I'm stronger than other girls and I can I can resist this man but in the end she always comes back to him yeah and she always is okay with whatever he wants to do so it's like I don't know I prefer books where it's more equal but like if I was into the other stuff, I guess this would be a really good book for me. But you could, um, okay, this is a, another backstory. Um, but I am currently, and it's been a long time coming. I know, so don't yell at me. I'm watching Dawson's Creek for the first time. Mm -hmm. And this is about high schoolers. Um, and this one girl is about to lose her virginity. I finally watched the Joey and Pacey scene, Maddie. And... <gasps> um, it made me blush. Um, and the farthest you get into a sex scene is like them is him taking his shirt off and then them like kissing each other on like the neck and like the mouth and stuff. Like, and to me, that felt better, more satisfying, and more intimate than any sex scene in this entire book. And you could say that it's just because you're watching it instead of reading about it. So you don't have to imagine it yourself. It's right there in front of you. But the the emotion in it, um, I think 
is what did it for me the the fact that it made sense and the fact that it doesn't make sense in this book is is what I'm I think it's I think what we have (laughs) what we have in common is that it's the man taking the time to care about what the woman wants Mm. he never takes the time to care about what she wants he He just automatically assumes that she wants and granted that is what she she's fine with it she's okay with it but like realistically that's not how it happens no like i guess she could be obsessed with this yeah like she could be obsessed with this guy and be like i want him because he's smarter than everybody else he's richer than everybody else and that's gonna what's gonna get me off in the first place but like i don't know just like a man taking the time to care about what you want in return Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and like he's pleasuring her yeah um but, but it's then his, his own style and his own way and he's still pleasuring yeah. her um mm-hmm. so there is that i <laughs> i was waiting for a sex scene in this book that was like whoa and i was just laying like probably on my couch or something reading alone and my jaw dropped when I read this, like literally dropped to the floor. I was like, this is um, the sex, the kinky shit that I was looking for out of this book that I was hoping would be like 10 times what it actually was, um, at least in like frequency in the book, because it only happened like three times. This was the stuff that I was looking for, even if it didn't necessarily make sense all the time. but this was like the weirdest one that stuck with me. And he, yeah, he was like, leave my cum on you so that you can um, know who you belong to. But it's also the only time that he really like takes the time to make sure that she's pleasured out of the situation. Does he do yes. that there? Like, you know, he he does whatever in the scene. Oh, the, the fingering? Yeah, yes. so it's like, he's Maddie, taking the time Maddie. to make sure that she gets off in the scene. Maddie, say when as in the other scenes, he's just Maddie, say fingering. What? Maddie, say it. Say Maddie, fingering. say it. I didn't know what you called it. <laughs> like, I don't remember Maddie? what he did. Did he just like rub he, it? Or oh, because he... you, yeah, because he's been a while. He just fingered her for a while. Okay. I didn't know if he was just like, that's all it was. No. Oh, I really despise um, the term finger banging. Why? Because mm. it's not actual banging? No, it's just it sounds weird. Oh. Yeah. I love um I love the term banging, but I don't like finger banging. I think that's Why, what is what is it about it? I can I associate finger banging with a different thing than fingering. What? What do you associate finger, finger banging with? Finger banging would be like you like, okay. Like bang? Like bang, bang? No. no, no, no. Like you like, okay, don't judge me. You like you taking like the woman taking control of the situation and like you know like maybe like riding the fingers or something but like fingering would be like him fingering you but finger banging would be like you using the hand does that happen well she i don't know well he puts it in but she specifically says that she rides his hand that's like a finger banging to me would be like you ride the hand but then like fingering would be like the guy does all the work and oh so like maybe the woman is responsible for the motion there yeah yeah she rides the hand but i still feel like it's him doing the work so we're gonna (laughs) 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 
like, no, I want to feel included. Did I change my hat? I gave you a hat. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. We're starting another 15 minutes. And we that was the last um, sex quote that I had that I really wanted to talk about. Um, and before we get full on into our discussion of this person belongs to this person or this kind of possessive um, man discussion that we're going to have. Jacob came prepared. He came really prepared and he brought a little game that we maybe we are going to turn into a drinking game. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. For us too. Okay. So the structure of this game, I have three rounds of quotes. Okay. We didn't touch upon this at all all in our discussion. Okay. So in Twisted Love, there are, there's obviously Alex. We talked a lot about him, but there's also this other side character named not Elliot, Liam. Liam. Yeah, which let's is, talk about it. What? Yeah, let's talk give about Liam it. a back. Oh. Yeah, give Liam a backstory. So Liam is Ava's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Who she broke up with because this did they give a reason as to why they he broke cheated, up? didn't he? Oh, that's totally right. Yeah. How do you remember that? Uh, I, read this I have not read this book. I'm telling you all right now, I've not read this book in a year. So if I win this. That's gonna be fucking. That's gonna be crazy. I really think Caitlin is gonna smash this because they're not hard quotes, (laughs) and she's probably gonna remember them exactly. So little faith. Listen, I I believe in you so much, Madeline. No, you don't. Don't try to backtrack. (laughs) But I just think Caitlin has been writing down quotes nonstop, and she'll probably remember these. He always Um, does more than I do. Fingers crossed. Because she's she has OCD, but that's whatever. Um, next. She was smarter than nine. Okay, so the structure. There's two. Okay, there's two options, and you guys need to decide which one you want. I have. There's three rounds. There's two quotes per round. We could either do. Um, me. I read. I have several quotes. I could either read two quotes, and you have to decide whether they came. Oh yeah, I forgot to finish the setup. Um. So you're doing her, great, sweetie. Guys, this is why I wanted to do it early in the app because I am so drunk right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> this is better because we might get them wrong now. That's Did true. we start the 15 minutes? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Tell me to back away from the camera next you're time I move forward. <laughs> okay, so backstory on Liam. Liam is Ava's ex-boyfriend who she broke up with because she cheated. And then throughout the book, he comes back several times and she has to push him away. And yeah. the, the point of the, right, exactly. <laughs> the point of the game is I'm going to read it. Air, water, fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, the point of the game is, okay, This, these are the, okay, wait. The, I have quotes from both. Okay, the point okay let me explain this. <laughs> okay, explain he's going to give us a quote. It's either going to be from Liam or it's going to be from Alex. We have to guess which one it's from. Liam right. is a crazy ex who we do not like, who we're not supposed to like. But really, in reality, he's probably just not as hot as Alex. And we're not supposed to like him as much. But he treats Ava the exact same that Alex does. But because Alex is hotter, we're supposed to support Alex. Okay, right. so we have... Liam, we have Alex. 
quote Liam, quote Alex. We have to choose between the two of them. Well, okay, Got it? One of the options. Okay. I, also have- I like that option. I don't like okay. the but, two where I have to choose which one said which. Can I say something? Yeah. In the book, Liam is portray- portrayed as someone who is trying to get back with Ava and he's very aggressive about it. He kind of comes on to her um, way too strong. Kind of abusive, and, a little bit. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I was about to say, there's a lot of like, like SA involved with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sexual assault, sorry. Yes. yes. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is that to it. And so it all makes sense in a minute why we're doing this. Right, when we start reading the quote. Okay, so just to recap, the point of this game is to determine whether or not this quote came from Ava's toxic ex-boyfriend, canonically toxic, it's a canon event, or from her... <laughs> her toxic current boyfriend. <laughs> well, well, no, of course, it's her one true love. No, it's... Surrey. 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 15 signs of sexual assault. <gasps> oh my god, is there detection in Siri to tell if you're being assaulted? Well, I That's looked up terrifying. a lot of stuff about drugs one time, so hopefully she doesn't know more about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, done. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna kill myself. I have several quotes. <laughs> I could either read two, and you have to guess which one it's from. I toxic ex-boyfriend or current true love, or I could read several quotes, and you have to guess if it's from either one. So would you either try to guess two at a time? Two at a time. You try to guess which one's which. Okay. 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 Round I one. Remember both the quotes. It's You'll like remembering wedding vows. There's two of them. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> wedding? Wait, what? Like in sickness and health? Like I'm so afraid. I watch all those videos where they have to repeat what the three said, and I'm like, I can never fucking remember two words from that. You'll be fine. I'll okay. see you there. Okay, ready? Anxiety. Are you ready? <laughs> Everyone, take a drink before we start. I just took one. That's a big glass of wine. Is that wine? No, it's rum and coke. Oh. Christ, if this was wine, I'd be Holy done. Shit. Did you put a shot of rum in it? Mm-hmm. Like a full shot? You're lying to me. I am. <laughs> it was a half shot because I'm really <laughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right. Everyone, it's my time. Okay. Okay. Round one. Is, is apologies okay this is how each boyfriend apologizes ready Ooh. okay and I, I can also provide context of when each of these quotes is from so if like you want to know if if it's too hard then i can i can give you hints by saying this is when in the story this happens so that's okay. enough just to let you know okay so there's two quotes one is <clears throat> i fucked up massively but i can earn but i will earn your forgiveness one day and you are mine always that's one are you raising your hand? Yeah. Maddie. Do I get to say who? If Alex. Know. That one's Alex. Okay, that's... I was going to say Alex, too. Well, let, listen to the other one first. Okay, okay. Oh, this How one, does this, this one, work? I will say this one is... listen to both. Okay. Yeah, this is the easiest round, so you'll probably get it. The other one is... <clears throat> but I love you. His, his voice turned plaintive. Why don't you love me back? It was one mistake. Okay. Yeah, first, Alex. Alex is first, and the second is Liam. You're both yeah. correct. Congratulations. That was an easy round. It's going to get harder from here. Nobody nobody has to drink because you both won. I'll I'll drink because I lost. Yes. (laughs) I can pee again. Not allowed. That's the rules of the game. Okay. Step two. Uh, Round two. 
is how they act in jealousy. This is a harder, this is much harder, I think. Okay. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Why? You got a new man, he growled. You have a new dick and you don't need me anymore. Is that it? Question mark. We'll wait for the second quote. He grabbed my throat, his voice dropping into a soft snarl. Tell me about that fucker who asked you out. Did you let him touch you? Okay. Singing. You both. First one. Liam. Liam. Second one, Alex. Yeah. Is that both of your opinions? Fuck, I thought that was going to be hard. You're right. <laughs> well, okay. This is not, I think you're both, you're going to get all of them. He but... grabbed her throat. That really he threw me off. Okay, I'm all for choking. I'm all for choking. Caitlin canonically loves a good How tight? Person. How tight? <laughs> How tight? Yeah. What? Not tight. Just put your hand there. Okay. You just okay. cut off the blood I... flow so you get the blood, <laughs> but not the circulation, you know? I know the trick. The I know the tips yeah. and tricks. Yeah. Asphyxiation. Mm. No, but taken out of context. What? Taken out of context, that Alex quote sounds really bad. That's why I picked it. I guess I thought Guys, it would be hard to he's tell. Really bad. He, gra he grabbed my throat. He's terrible. His mm -hmm. voice dropping into a snarl. You tell me about that fuck. That's the okay. Round three. <laughs> I got a little too in character there. Round three. <laughs> this is this is the most gnarly one, I think. Okay. So, okay. Start begin quote. Someone who will rip out your oh fuck. Someone who will rip out your entrails and strangle you strangle you with them if you take if you don't take your hands off her, end quote. That's one of them. Okay, ready? Second one. You're never touching another man unless you want him six feet in the ground, end quote. The first one is Alex, the second one is Liam. I thought they were both Alex. <laughs> They're both Is that Alex. an option? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. This is supposed to be a trick round. It didn't work. No, I didn't um, know that was supposed to can be. Can I just option. say? Yeah. Um, can I just say that the first one is that from when he or when she was um taking pictures of that other guy for her photography? I have another uh, one. She was getting, no, she was oh. of her. Is that what that well, was? That we need to talk about that scene though. It's not from there. It's actually from the end scene where Alex is singing for her and there's a guy in her program in London who's asking who didn't Alex. deserve any of the shit that got thrown at him at the end of the book Absolutely. yeah and Alex says it was the guy says who is this guy who's walking up to her and acting uncontrolling and he says I'm someone who will rip your entrails out and strangle you with them if you don't take your hands off her this goes along with what I was going to say earlier which goes with Caitlin's thing about the the pictures Mm -hmm. is that when he goes to the house to figure out where she is he threatens jewels he literally yeah. goes i can get you fired okay. from this or i can get you fired from that like i can call your boss i know who your boss is because he uses his power in every situation and then i do not like how ava just accepts that like he threatens her friends and she's like oh it's fine i hate it i absolutely hate it i'm sorry i don't like it um that's not me. Uh, there's well, let's, scene let's give me context. We yeah. haven't explained the scenes very well. Pretty early well, on, um, Ava has a friend who is a photographer and he wants to take pictures of her. And she was like, absolutely, I'll take pictures of you. It's for a project or something. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, she's in what? She's in lingerie though. It's it's mm. called it's called in this in the book it's called boudoir photography. That mm-hmm. it, that's a real thing. Right. And and specifically like the guy who she's taking pictures with is going to remove her face artificially. Like she's gonna black out the face and it's just gonna be like a feminine woman, like a lot mm-hmm. of ancient Greek type photography. So like yeah. there's no risk of her being exposed to anything. Right. And also for context, at this point in the book, they are not dating. They are this not is like ex- chapter three. Yeah, exactly. They are not anything yet. And he fucking flips his shit loses his mind gets so possessive and angry and goes to her best friend and asks where she is and then threatens her best friend yes simply because jules is respecting ava's privacy in the first place and just i I want to give him a little more context during this this is this scene this chapter this is chapter i'm going to look it up specifically this is chapter five this is immediately after Ava's brother Josh asks Alex to check in on her occasionally. In this chapter, it is revealed that Alex has taken that so seriously that he personally vets all of her um, photography contracts. He um, makes her check in frequently about what she's doing and where she is. It's exposed that he knows exactly what client she's meeting with at every given hour. And he texts her constantly to get information on her. This scene yes. starts with him texting her and not her not replying for one singular hour. This is bathtub. She could be in the bathtub, not checking her phone, and he's freaking the fuck out. And can sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. No, 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 no. But that's exactly it. And like he freaks the fuck out, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he has like what flashbacks to when his family. Okay, this is a whole different part of the story. We haven't even talked about their trauma yet. We have not even covered yet. We have. We need a (laughs) I know, and he flashbacks to his family when they couldn't, you know, respond to him type of thing. And so he storms over there, and she has his best friend, and her name is Jules. And he he basically is like, tell me where she's at or I'm going to fuck you up type of thing. Like, I'm going to ruin your entire life. So she tells him where he's at. And then he goes there. And then he just wreaks havoc on whatever she's doing. And I'm like, at, at this point, I'm like, also, if Ava wants to do a sexy photo shoot, she has all the right in the world to do a sexy photo shoot. Who gives a man the right to come in and be like, you can't do this. fucking right. Like, if we want to normalize women's bodies, Mm. this is how you do it. But then the author doesn't really. But then the author doesn't really. (laughs) Sorry, my dad is right outside the door. But it fucking is so insane to me. I cannot. And this is what. And it's like we're doing all these things to like move forward as women and normalize women's bodies and normalize like women being equals to men. But then people write stuff like this where like he comes in and he's like, you can't do this. I'm not going to let you do this. And she, she, she pretends to be like, Oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me, but then gives in immediately after. And it's like, this is what irritates me. Yeah. This is why I can't get behind books like this. And and he just gets angry over what should be absolutely nothing. And I can't, I just can't wrap my head around it. It makes no sense to me. Um, and there was nothing in the story at that point either, 
other than his trauma, which he did go through a lot of trauma where he lost some family members and, um, you know, that's a big part of his trust issues and his, his panic of, oh, I don't know where you are. I can't trust anyone, but like, it still doesn't justify what he does and how he treats people. And if someone said that to you, Maddie, I would be fucking livid. And a man coming to you, like, especially one that I was like interested in and he was like, Hey, I'm you need to tell me where like I'm at or I'm gonna no, don't. fuck up your life. I'm gonna ruin your life. Do you think I would ever take that man seriously if he said something like to, like that to my best friend? Yeah, and I'm I keep going back to that. That's I'm fucking like- ridiculous. I'm like, this is this is the trope of this book. This is what it's supposed to be about. This is what people like. And it's just not for me. And 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 that's what it is. But even um jump to the end, and there's some some stuff that's going on with Alex and his family, and their storylines are kind of in an intertwined in a way that we don't know originally. So one of the plot twists is kind of like how everything gets wrapped up and um who the culprit behind the bad things that are going on is and at one point they think it's it's Ava's father and so Ava's got this trauma herself and she finally has this flashback um because she can't remember certain things she finally has this flashback and she remembers something and she tells Alex that she thinks it's her dad and that she's super upset and she really fucking needs someone. Um, oh, I can't man. even imagine what that would be like to realize that someone that you, even if you weren't close with, that you loved and considered as family your entire life has betrayed you in this type of way. And all he does is get angry and fucking storm around and leave and want to like kill people and beat them up. You know what somebody needs in that situation? Someone to okay. sit with them and do nothing at all. And all he does is get angry and make the situation worse. And I'm sorry, that's not attractive. No. And I think that's what's toxic about all of it is that like still social norms are like, hey, you need to have a man who wants to protect you at all costs and get angry and like defend you. But really most of us, all we're looking for is somebody who's equal and who wants to understand what we're feeling at the same time that we're feeling it and Mm -hmm. I just I wish this trope would stop I think I don't know it's just putting ideas out there that we don't need people don't need that put into their heads I I mean I don't know how strongly related this is to like the dom culture like the powerful man archetype that they're going for in this book but, but I think this is really strongly related to like the really toxic masculinity that pretty much every man in this book exhibits. Like there's no emotional intimacy that any man, like, so, um, oh yeah, one of the quotes that I picked out. So pretty much every man in this book is evil, except for the bodyguard of the princess, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ava's dad turned out to be- They have like a a dark side type of thing. Maybe the brother- Josh, well, that, that's one. Okay, so he's one of the, the probably the only person who doesn't have like really serious character flaws. But even then, like they deny him. Uh, one of the quotes I picked out was like, um, one of the things that really I really did not enjoy as a man was like, um, this is like the most stereotypical 
toxic masculinity thing, but like the inability for men to cry. Um, that was really prevalent in this book. Uh, I, I read the quote about like biological reactions can be mastered, which why do you need to master that? I don't know. Uh, but also there was a quote about Josh crying related to this. Like, well, Josh has cried. Um, I, I think I have this um, somewhere. Have something afterwards. Uh, right, yeah. On, on page 61. Beginning. Sorry. Uh, they said, I saw Josh cry once at the end of Titanic, though he claimed it was allergies and threatened to toss my camera from the top of the Washington Monument if I told anyone. Like, I don't know why we need this type of, I like, backlash. Like, why can't just Josh cry and that's okay? I don't know. Like, no men, men have zero intimate moments of vulnerability and that fucking sucks. And I hate that. Mike, Ava's dad turns out to be evil. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the beginning of the book, which is the only part that I re read, honestly, um, is them automatically going into this party and these two girls being all over Alex and then these two girls automatically switching to, no, they're, yeah, they're originally all over Alex and then they switch to Josh afterwards, right? Yeah. So it's just like the way that she portrays women in the beginning. Yeah. It's just very toxic, in my opinion. Like, they're going to sleep with whoever they can, whoever's available, and whoever wants them back. And it's like, Alex shows this resolve in the beginning where he's like, I don't want these women because they're desperate. And then they move on to Josh, and Josh is like, yeah, I'll take these women because they're desperate. It's just, it's not my thing. And I know you want to portray Ava in a different way, that she's not like other girls. Yeah. But... But really, you're just making all women look bad. Yes. Making them look like they're desperate for anybody to pay attention to them. And I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. But... You, know, you only have like three to 400 pages to try and make your characters stand out from the other characters. But mm -hmm. it was just a stereotype of every, of everybody, men and women. And it didn't make sense. And it, and sometimes came across, at least to me, in a, a wrong way, which is which is why I think Jacob's game was so funny and so so interesting because, um, for me, I thought a character like Alex was really dangerous, and I don't want to get into too too much of of this thing, but I know that the possessiveness trope, um, this alpha hero trope, is is really popular people really seem to like it i've liked it in many cases um twilight is is this uh where this man comes in and he saves the day and more power to him that's awesome um he's this big alpha and he wants to control everything and that's hot um and there was a point in time in my life that i also thought that was very attractive um i'm not in that point in my life right now um but I, I don't, I think it's very dangerous and you're walking a really thin line of what we should romanticize and what we should not. Uh, there was a quote in here that I literally screenshotted and it summed up everything I hated about this book. Um, and I'm going to try and read it. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Okay. The hell you will, he snarled. I'll kill any man that touches you. You have no right, I hissed back. I don't belong to you. The muscles in his jaw or jaw popped. That's where you're wrong. I fucked up massively, but I will earn your forgiveness one day. You are mine, always, no matter how much time or distance separates us. 
Do you know what it means to be taken by me? It means you're mine. And like, that's coming from like multiple different people. Not only does Alex claim that Ava is his, Liam claims that Ava is his, and Ava just doesn't care. Okay, so there's whole there's a this whole thing that I've seen about like obviously in any of these rom com books, and I'm not saying this is a rom com book because there's no comedy to this at all, unless you find whatever the fuck they are interested in as funny, but. It's just like there's always a point in these books that where a man fucks up and then he comes back and he grovels. Mm -hmm. And then like people like to assign however much groveling they think is appropriate to the situation. And then they're like, okay, you can forgive the man. So like initially when I saw this book, they're like, oh, he grovels and he grovels and he grovels, which means he like begs for forgiveness for an appropriate amount of time. But like in these type of situations, is groveling enough like is just begging for forgiveness and saying that you're mine you're mine you're mine over and over and over and over again is like does that make up for the fact that you were a terrible person well and okay I have never been in an abusive relationship so I'm not speaking from someone who actually knows what it's like to be in an abusive relationship or any type of toxic place but something that happens or that I've heard that happens when you're in a relationship when things go bad somebody makes a mistake um they come back with this thing called love bombing and that's where you buy lots of gifts um you give lots of compliments um you do like acts of service and you're super lovey on that person and that's what draws you back in and to me that's what Alex does every time Ava gets upset by him being like, oh, I'm going to kill someone for you. And she's like, hey, let's not do that. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, let me buy you a new cell phone and make sure that blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to tell you I love you and I'm going to be a better person for you. And it's like he love bombs her to get her to forgive him. And that's what happens in um, some really bad relationships in real life and I think they're walking a thin line of um, what's healthy and what's not and some things that we romanticize are not healthy and to me that's not healthy it's basically what gaslighting right like yeah you tell them one thing and you if you repeat it enough the person if they're in love with you they're going to believe it so yeah but that's that's really that was that was it Jacob I feel terrible <laughs> I didn't even know you were there <laughs> I was like did you take his hat off and put it down no I didn't I was laying my head down okay everybody energy up I think I'm about to puke okay don't worry, I'll drink for I'll drink for us the last. I think time. I might burp right now, actually. Caitlin, what do you have left? Are you for sure? Like a tiny bit in this. Okay. Okay. Don't open it, anyone. All right, are we ready? We're starting what <laughs> might be our last drink timer. I don't know if this is going to end up being a two-part episode or not. It depends on how well I can edit this. But there's a lot that we had in this, 
And um, now that I'm we've just talked- like almost none of the book. <laughs> I'm talking about any of the book. But I feel like that's kind of goes along with how we felt about the book because to us, the book didn't make a lot of sense. And I know that- So a lot of what we've discussed is what, like sex and non-character development type of stuff in this book. Um, What are some good things that we can think of? um, I think that if- this book was more like okay so this book is less about romance and more about following their storylines I think it could have been a great storyline because she really builds up who Alex is what happened to Alex in the past Mm -hmm. and how it gets resolved she really builds up who Ava is what her trauma is and then how that gets resolved but like I think putting it all into one story was just a lot and then also trying to add romance to that was just a lot yeah it, it almost number needed, 67 <laughs> it almost needed like multiple books just for this story which i think would have been good because the characters themselves did have really interesting backstories mm-hmm. we had a lot of things to say about this book mm-hmm. a lot of things that maybe we didn't like or maybe that we would have done differently but again there are a lot of people that love this book and this series and Anna Huang is a great author um, and she's good at what she does. Um, and so if you like this type of story with a trope of, you know, that alpha hero that swoops in and saves the day. Um, this is certainly the story for you. That Yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. So um, if you have things that you think are wrong about or that you disagree, uh, let us know um in the comments engagement yeah because we have lots of viewers um for sure but these are our takes on it and our takes only we're only speaking for ourselves um so that's what we had to say about twisted love do you guys have anything else that you want to add about twisted love i'd be okay never talking about this book again hey listen i had a great time in in writing my note my little notes for this podcast i i really enjoyed it talking about trying to think of all the things we would talk about during this episode real good so if hey all those people who have a podcast about books in which you drink wine with your friends this is the right book for you absolutely all all of the three of us you me and caitlin um, (laughs) great if yeah i recommend it for that audience Mm -hmm. absolutely i think i want to read a real smut book now yeah what do you mean by real smut Okay, I've been wondering this this whole entire time, Caitlin. What do you mean by real smart books? I've read books mm-hmm. that have had that are just romance. I've read Nicholas Sparks books that have more sex mm-hmm. scenes in it than this did. Mm-hmm. So, given its reputation, I wish that it had more sex. And so, mm-hmm. I wish that um that we had done a book that had more of it. So, we should do one of those sometime. I'm not saying it has to be a specific type or or that it needs to be like only porn because um, I think there's this genre of actual smut, not this, but actual smut that um, straight up porn is straight up porn. And um, you know, we can read one of those. I don't care. Uh, mm-hmm. And we can I think that'd be funny. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. Like, does it have a plot? Is the plot like actual porn? Yeah. Like you're basically reviewing like, the plumber comes over to fix stuff and then you have sex like the plot of that 
You know what I mean? Let me, I think that's good content. Yeah, like how... I have, how I have a book in mind. I haven't read it yet, but I'll tell you about it when we're done. Okay. Yeah, just anything, because I was a little bit let down by the... Um, the sm- not that I need this, yeah. I don't care that much, but for this podcast and what I wanted, what I wanted to do with it and how uncomfortable I wanted to feel, um, I didn't feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> you, no. If you viewers have any recs for us about what you want to see us cover yes. next, leave it in the comments and we'll get, well, we would love some recommendations. Yes. I want to read some sexy, some sexy stuff. I know for a fact that there are some cheesy, um, books with shirtless cowboys on the front of them that have more sex in them than this did this this book did not get my zipper straining if you know what i mean <laughs> i'm so sorry so no perfect that. that was a perfect thing to say in that moment <laughs> what, what do we want to talk about next on the next episode i don't know if jacob will be here or not but i feel like we had a good time but and- listen haven't we covered like our bases so far like what was the first one the first one was like fantasy fairy the mm-hmm. second one was um i bet I, I guess you could say it's historical fiction in a way um third one was just straight fiction and then this fourth one was our her romance. Mm-hmm. A romance. We could, we could well, go into left. something. Left the silent patient, psychological thriller. Ooh, yeah, horror. Um, we haven't read a horror one yet. Um, I have a horror one. I bought it for five dollars at Barnes and Noble. That's a sweet deal. I can't find it. I'm too drunk to find it. No. My, my Ooh, is- or a dark <laughs> academia academia nut. What? <laughs> Maddie's really into there's a genre of books that is dark academia Um, okay Um, I read it's called ninth house ninth house and then I can't remember what the second book was called in the series right now but they're dark academia and then I read um if we were villains which is also dark academia and then I'm about to read the secret history which is also dark academia wait what is that what is that genre is it just it's just like it's like dark college like Okay, okay. Things going. What I don't know. I didn't know what the academia was applying to. So it's like just it college. It gives a very like Halloween vibe. Yeah, okay. Halloween vibe. Like you're studying at the same time as like gotcha. really messed up things are happening. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should That's do meant do that around or do a horror one around Halloween. <laughs> like just have themed episodes. Like you have a Christmas special or something. Yeah. We oh could dress God. up. Can we? Jacob read will a- come back. Dress Can we up. Read a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> we can read your one. ai they have no they have um books that are like this but are specifically christmas mm-hmm. i'd be down for one they of really do so we've kind of got that on the horizon for coming up of different things mm-hmm. that we're thinking about doing next um but i think that is all for our twisted love discussion thank you all for listening and check out the next episode of What's for brunch? Yay! I don't understand the. I was just hoping that someone would say because then Jacob. Jacob. If you ever want to read Jacob, if you ever want to read a book with us again and come on and discuss it, please. I will welcome you with open arms. Phenomenal! I would love to come back.